Alright, here we go. Monday, September 23rd. As Floyd so accurately pointed out, the first few, out, few hours of fall are here. They're here. Uh, not quite fall temperatures, just like looking way ahead when I was checking the long forecast. 70s and 80s. I'm okay if we step into October with 80s. I have no complaints with that for how long it took spring to get here. And summer as well. You uh, monster. I, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I want the heat in your pumpkin spice latte to be coming from the environment <laughs> and the sun and the uh, the late season. Good morning. Again, Monday, September 23rd. This is the Morning Reboot on Q105. A busy show to get to right after 6 o'clock. A Monday manic music mix. Mm. I think I want to play a little differently this time. Okay, let's do Just it. Just a little differently. Um... So people can play along with us. If you want to play with the show today, if you want to text us, uh, by the way, we I don't know when this phone is going to be fixed. I had a talk with people. So here's what we're going to do. To the email? We're, no, I didn't. Okay. We'll wait because we're alive. I got it. My emails are cleaned out. Oh, okay. Um, we'll work around it, including when we have our friend Janet Amid here today. Oh, I didn't think about that. So we'll work around it, and I, I just ask for your patience when trying to get through to the show for call-in segments mm-hmm. or when calling us and, and letting us get to the phone. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, panel full of ladies will do that today, 730, uh, a little bit before that. A friend who's been on the show before, Ben... Uh, Snyder from Cedar Creek. I had teased the surprise guest that everybody knows all mm-hmm. weekend. Everybody knows Ben Snyder. He's a surprise guest. He'll be with us a little bit after 7 o'clock. And then the jump ahead, of course, it's Monday. Janet will be here with us to get your reading. I, I don't know if you'll be here now and then in like two and a half hours for Janet. But thank you if you are. And um, just hang with us with our phone situation. And you can always text the show. The text, you're working perfectly, 419-240-1055. That's the text. Um, Also, 805 today. Please don't let me forget. 805. $1,000 payoff. Another word. Your first word of the day, 805. That's where my sticky notes come in. Today. Thank you very much. (laughs) 537. Good morning. It's Eric Chase and dressed in black, not for a funeral, but for work. For work. It's double duty today. It is Floyd. Hi. Good morning. Totally forgot I had to work at the other place today. And I'm here a little later. You had been, uh, you've been off so many Mondays in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I like got dressed this morning. I literally had like, my khakis and my graphic tee on. I was like, it's Monday. Ah, oh, crap. You got to work. So, so I was a little late today. I was like, ooh, let me find my all black, which I didn't lay out because I was just going to leave here and go there and change. But totally forgot I'm here till a certain time, which leaves me half hour to go from here to the other place. You can make it. It'll be fine. And good thing you don't Tis have to. the season. Good the season this fall. Good <laughs> thing you don't have to think real hard about what to wear to right. uh, to Sephora. And by do you do you love this? Like when there, if I had to have a real job and dress not this way, mm-hmm. it would it would take some getting used to. Do you love the the work Wearing uniform? All black? Absolutely. Yeah. Because the girls have uniforms. What do they have to wear? I th- they have like smocks and like they they wear their little leggings and their tights, but they can wear all black too. But actually, the girls' uniform is cute, and they have guy uniforms. But I was like, mm, I can do all black. I'm not a polo person, right? Now neither am I. I'm not a polo like. It's going to chat my butt, and I'm going to wear a cardigan today. But I think I'm wearing a cardigan because I think this is not a clean shirt. It's not a stain, so we're good. You work at the one in JCPenney, right? Yeah. I might come over today. 
I I'll be there at noon. Am there's something there that I saw? Noon, noon or eleven, one of them. I'll be there when I get there. There's something there <laughs> that I saw that I need for my uh, my wedding uh, with Justin and Lucas in a couple of Saturdays. Mm. Thank you for your help with that over the weekend. You're welcome. Um, I have. I also t- I called you on Saturday. You did, which probably because. had you concerned. It did have me concerned, but it's. I thought it was going to be a tongue lashing. Why? Because I, I promised to come somewhere. Oh, yeah. But then I had a Lindsay Lohan moment on Friday, and I got really, really, really intoxicated. And you can even ask my sister. Look, I'm like going into defense mode. She was ready. She called me and was like, just call me when you're outside. And I was like, mm, about that. Go back to bed. I'm not moving. And I think I have to quit White Claw for a minute. Are you an alcoholic? Are you a White Clawaholic? No, it gives me headaches now. Hmm. Yeah, I've drank too much. I have no idea. There's not but, any sugar in there. But like, we're trying to. Fi- Elijah and I were trying to figure it out. So, I had white claws all Friday, and then I woke up Saturday with like a pounding headache. Hmm. Then we went out Saturday in Detroit, and he was like, "Don't drink white claws. Let's see if you get a hangover, and we won't do shots." Head like, over or headache or both? Don't they go hand in hand? A lot of times. Okay, <laughs> I was like, uh, so. I didn't do White Claws. I just stuck to, like, vodka sodas, and I woke up fine. So we're, I'm going to try to figure this out. Maybe not too many White Claws, because I do like to down them like they're water. Like you can stop anyway. Be careful. Yeah. Sometimes abstinence is the best self-discipline. You'll be proud of me, though. And we'll get to why I called you yes. in a second. Um, Sorry, I told you. I, I had a good weekend. Friday, I don't think I did anything. I think I, I tried to stay up. I couldn't. Saturday, uh... Good time at the the Komen registration. Mm-hmm. Desmond will be here with us tomorrow. He has an incredible life story. Like it's nothing like that. That that is is that inspiring. But he tells a great life. He I enjoy him. He's great. He is. Uh, he's from South Africa, mm-hmm. and he has this disdain in a sense for his mom. It's awesome. So when you tagged him, I don't know why I was like because I've known him for a minute, like a few years. I was like I don't know much about him, so I like went through his Facebook. I was like. Tanzania, I think you said where he's from, or whatever. South and, Africa. Yeah, whatever. He's an African-American. Yes. South African-American. Whatever. It's still an African-American. And I, I got to ask him. Uh, no one says Nigerian-American. African-American. I got to uh, see how the event went. I'm sure it was was fine. And then I uh, caught up with my old neighbor because the timing was right. We I saw the Brad Pitt movie. Um, how was that? We'll, I'll save that. I'll, I'll save that. Because Twitter was. I went to the yeah apparently. Up in arms. <laughs> I went to this movie uh, that uh, of this with this little known actor that was interviewed by Jaden Jefferson, and mm. I guess it didn't work out for him because it didn't win the box office. But the Jaden stuff, we'll, we'll get to it before six. And but I had a good Saturday, and you'll be so proud of me. I stopped at Kroger, and I I decided I said since my summer beers aren't available anymore. <laughs> I'll make my own six pack, and this is right before. This is right after I called you, and in, and in that six pack, I put two white claws, and mm. I drank one of them on Saturday night. I'm proud of you. It was raspberry. Do you like it? Still no. It's this. I feel the same way. I don't like how Fancy it goes burp. down. <laughs> it's very easy to drink, and uh, it it's like coffee or tea. If a co- flavored coffee or tea, it smells a lot better than the actual taste. Yeah, don't smell the mango one. Okay, it but like it, it's it, it's it's fine. Well, good for you. Uh, then I, the, the reason I called you, yes, I gave I got you a present. Yeah, you said this, what and you, or what? What are you concerned about? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a good gift getter. 
I don't know. I don't know. I just it makes me awkward. I don't know. Okay. I'm not a good gift receiver because if I want it, I'll yeah, buy it myself. It. Yeah. I've got to be better about it. But I, I like to think I'm I, <laughs> I'm a good gift giver. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy giving. Um by the way, Q one oh five, the morning reboot, it's Eric and Floyd five forty two. This is for you. Oh. Okay. Now, I saved the receipt in case you want to return it because there's something about it that is not you at all. Oh, oh, oh. Is this on Facebook Live? Yes. Okay. (gasps) Is this a Cleveland's gay hat? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. It's Cleveland. And I like the Indians. Yes. Uh, it's got the, the rainbow flag on there. Yes! I have a big head, so hold on. And here's the thing. I, you're not a hat person like I I'm am. I'm not, but... Word. Take your headphones off. <laughs> I'm excited! It looks good. I'm adorable. I look like a rapper. Let me, <laughs> let me do a picture. Yay! Will you, will, you, will you wear it? I will totally wear it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I don't have big hair anymore, so it fits on there. Yeah, perfect. It was, uh, I was looking, I've been trying to find a new hat, and I saw that, and it was in the, it was like 20 bucks, um, and it was less oh, than that because it. they made me renew stuff, yes. and so I'm glad you, I'm glad you'll wear it or like it. So question. Hold on. Uh, Taylor's going to sing. We'll be back in, like, after this song. 544, good morning. Happy fall. Q105. <laughs> 5.49, the morning reboot. The morning reboot. Sorry, good morning. 8.05 today. First chance to win the $1,000 payoff on here on Q105. If you're looking for more about that contest and others we have going on, please get to our website, Q1055.com. It is the first few hours of fall, though we will not have fall-like weather for some time. Uh, cloudy, some rain now, sun later, 76. Sun, 78 tomorrow, Wednesday, cloudy and 80. But it is indeed fall. It's not quite light yet. I think this is the the day, uh, one of two days of the year. I think it's autumn and spring or fall and spring Mm -hmm. when we have the exact same amount of hours of light and night. Yeah, they were explaining that and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like I was like, they kind of explained it the way you did. Because when you said it, I was like, I understand. But then I was like, "Mm, I got to see it. it." But yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like uh, half and half, correct? Yeah. Okay. 12 and 12, I'm guessing, because uh, there's 24 hours in the day, <laughs> so far as I can tell. What, um, where on, on Facebook, where can people go find us? I just shared it on the Q Facebook page, and it's on mine. Okay. Um, first light, 655. Now, that's not sun. Sunrise is 722. Sunset is 730. Uh, last light is about 8 o'clock. So, we're, we're about... 12 hours of daylight and night. Oh. Happy fall. I'm happy that that we'll have continued warm weather. We're owed it because of how late spring got started. Um, you keep telling yourself that. Let me... I uh, love fall. I'm ready for fall. I know. I know. It, it just means we're that... It just means we're inching closer to snow days. And I, I know... And we don't get snow days because we're adults. Right. If you're, a ki- <laughs> if you're a kid, you like it. If you're a parent, uh, I guess it depends on how much of a snow day. Like, if it's level two or level three snow emergency, mm-hmm. you're fine because then you can't go to work. But if your day is delayed, I, I know that creates havoc for you. I just feel... We've been spoiled the past few years. I feel like we're due for, like, one pounding. Stop it. Well, I'm just saying. I got got to speak the truth. Because, like, last year we were cold because that polar vortex. Oh, do you remember It was, like, that? yeah, it was about a week. It was, it was when, a week. And I had to go to work. And I was like, oh, this is awful. Like, my lip, my eyelids were, like, frozen. I was like, this is weird. Uh, you can text the show today, 419-240-1055. He's back. Uh, did, oh. did you see Phil this weekend? No, I was out of town. 
Okay. But Ashley sent me snaps and he sent me a text. And he's so back. We talked, but I was like, oh, you guys, I just left to hang out in the D. It, it's his birthday. Oh, happy birthday. He's 32. Welcome to the later in the 30s club. I don't know. The, yeah, there's nothing fun after 30. Right. Then the next one's 40, yeah, because 35 wasn't. It was just like another year, yeah. Uh, now you're in decades, so. He'll be with us. <laughs> Uh, later on this week. I think he said he wants to come in Thursday and Friday. We have so many guests this week. The surprise guest uh, will be Ben Snyder from Cedar Creek a little bit after 7 o'clock. They have a very intriguing, at least as far as, if you see if you see Ben's social media stuff, specifically on Instagram, it's not very religious. In fact, well, it, it's very spiritual and Buddhist, which is not Christianity stuff that they normally do, so it caught my attention. We had lunch last week. At Core Life in Maumee, and I was like, you, you need to come talk about this stuff, because a lot of people are dealing with anxiety. We've got a lot, a lot of guests this week. I'm okay with that. By the way, quickly, at Core Life, I was I, I had a certain kind of feeling over me. I know you don't like avocados, Mm-mm. but I, I do my best to choose avocados and eat them at the right time, and they have like an avocado peeler there, and I wonder how many they go through in a day, and I wonder what happens when they get a bad one, and it just it touched me. Is avocado fruit? I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. Um, 553. <laughs> I don't know much about avocado. The Morning Reboot, Q105. Uh, you can text us, 419-240-1055. We'll get you a uh, b- 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 Monday, Eric's Monday Manic Music Mix. Man. And here's what we're going to do. Before you start guessing, I will play it for the audience a couple of times. So I don't want you to blurt in anything out because you're getting very good at these. Because uh, I don't, all I do is listen to music, but whatever. I know. So, I, and I, I figure that Would might. Would you like me to take my headphones off? No. Okay. No, not yet. No, no, we've got some time before that. So, Jaden couldn't come visit us last Monday because he was recalled to LA to do more Ellen stuff. And if you watched his segment on Ellen on Friday, he had recorded the Brad Pitt interview, but he was back on Friday to to intro it and preview it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he had to sit down with Brad, or little-known, scruffy-looking actor <laughs> who didn't win the box office this weekend. Um, and then, I don't know where we where we stood, but at the end of the interview, as the show wrapped up on Friday, it Ellen told him he is going to interview, or he might have already done this, he's going to interview Oprah. Excuse me? He's going to interview Lady O. You know how I feel about Oprah. How do you feel about Oprah? She's the holy trifecta of the tier of women that I love in my life. Those are my mom, Beyonce, Oprah's up there. I don't even want to talk right now. I'm so mad. Like, that's a genuine reaction. Like, the Oprah? Yeah, the lady. Jaden, you need a play cousin to go with you. Give grandma and mom a break. Oh, you shut your mouth. Yeah. Oh, I just went from like 36 year old Floyd to like 16 Floyd. Like, oh, ask my mom. I was. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so mad. Now you're jealous of him. I'm jealous as hell. I don't like him anymore. Um, I'll unfollow you on Twitter. I'm not, but let, let me give you that's s- so. I'm, I'm I'm excited and mad at the same time. I'll I'll I, have to find out if it happened already. Let me uh, give you I like how she smells. <laughs> I'm that person. You can ask him all these questions. <laughs> Brad Pitt and Oprah in one week. Find me another that's another human crazy. that has done that. Easy. Uh, let me give you about ninety seconds of his of his thing on Friday with Brad Pitt. Well, that aired on Friday. I promise it's going to play. I've had computer problems all day. It's Monday. And we're frozen. Oh, no. Oprah, though. 
It literally won't play. Was that the music mix? Yeah. I don't know any of those Dude, the songs. computer is jacked up today. No! I'm here with Hollywood actor Brad Pitt. Brad, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jaden. So, Brad. Nice to be here. For the people that are watching Ellen's show, what was it like sitting in our audience? <laughs> it was good fun. It was actually good fun. You know, everyone's dancing, everyone's having a laugh, and she brings such a... You know, a great energy to the show. It's just—it's really fun and easy. Um, so I'm from Toledo, Ohio, proud Toledo. And uh, have you ever been there? I have never been to Toledo, Ohio. I am from Springfield, Missouri, by way of Shawnee, Oklahoma, and I am also proud of both. So I'm just gonna do a quick recommendation. If you do ever visit Toledo, so okay, where do I can. go? So you need to go to a walleye game, go fish. You okay. need to go to a mud hens baseball game. Let me tell you, we love our hens, our hometown hens. And you gotta visit Promenade Park. Great place, by the way. What's going on in Promenade Park? Oh yeah, we have summer concert series, and I'm gonna plug that. The summer concert series. <laughs> we've had people like Diana Ross, famous country singers. You're gonna love it there. That sounds amazing. Oh yeah, there's I like variety. It at that park. And number uh, number two, Toledo is very diverse. You're gonna love it there. There's a diverse group of people, and all the people there are just great people, and really, they're just all awesome people. I just got a shout out Toledo. And if you could interview one person, who would it be? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you and one question, serious question. You ready? How are you feeling about the Browns this year? Honestly, I don't know anything about sports. That's the, <laughs> like my brother always tries to tell me about sports. This is where that knowledge would actually be. But you be. just told me the mud hens. Well, honestly, I don't really know how they've been doing this season. So, there is, it's, it's, it's on Allen Tube like, and Brad Pitt sounds so nice. I have a loss for words. Why? I'm still on the Oprah thing. Oh. Brad Pitt, Oprah? I know. Like, and, and, and wait, Brad Pitt, Oprah, Ellen. Like, but like you can't, like, you can't, Oprah's like the holy grail of like interviews. Like, like she is the queen of queens. Like, damn it. <laughs> I just got so mad at it. I, I am very excited because like that's awesome. But like, man, why can I do something? Look at that. That's I'm so mad, and it's all on video. Like, that look of... Jane and I kind of look alike. We could be cousins. Yeah. <laughs> I can ride his coattails. Uh, the That scruffy-looking actor trying to use Jaden to boost his popularity it didn't work at the box office over the weekend because Downton Abbey was the uh, was the winner of the box office wait, well, wait, the, wait, time out. what? Downton Abbey won the box office <laughs> the British are taking over yep I'm telling you we'll talk about that entertainment but man I I, man. I I saw Ad Astra I loved it you loved it? okay I loved my it fr- I know we'll talk about it later but my friend on Twitter he's like He's like a Twitter critic. We'll put it that way. But like, he sees all the movies. He works at a movie theater. I don't think he was a fan. Yeah, it didn't do well. It yeah. got some some pretty crummy scores. But I per- personally, like, I, it checked all the boxes. It, it, the only thing missing were, were capes. <laughs> okay, I loved it. It's totally not for everybody. And my friend Matt, he brought a son, Lucas, and I. And I texted Matt. Out. I was like, I'm so sorry. I made Lucas sit through all that. He's like, he loved it because Lucas wants to be an astronaut. Okay. And uh, Matt, I guess, is 47, 48. And Matt was half the age of most of the people in the theater. <laughs> so, but he was living his best life. I don't know if it was his best life, but maybe his best life because he wasn't the oldest one there and he might have been <laughs> expecting to be. 5.59, the actual, all five songs in the Manic uh, Music Mix for Monday are next. Q105. 805 today. First word of the week, first national keyword of the week to win the $1,000 payoff on Q105. We will have 
more Nelly tickets soon. And then this Friday night, Floyd and I, and I hope Bethany and others yeah. will be at the Haunted Hydro. I'm I'm not ready. We got. We got a black, I haven't told you my. I've not. Oh. We we got a black guy. We need a blonde girl to go with us, oh. so I can live. Um, so you can live. You're right. We'll uh, we'll give away. I think we have tickets in the book to give away for that beginning tomorrow, mm-hmm. or maybe even today. Our phones are still a little wonky, but we will proceed with everything today. Panel full of ladies, seven thirty, and we will uh, we will get your calls, clunky as it may be, uh, for Janet amid after eight o'clock for readings with Janet. Good morning, Q105, the morning reboot. Eric Chase and Floyd at 614. I will play I will play today's uh, Monday's Manic Music Mix with five songs that were scratched out on, on the top of your paper because I included them by accident in just a moment. Uh, yeah, you can't see them. I used crayon. <laughs> you did use crayon. I have two stories. Hey, tell crayon. <laughs> we're live on Floyd and the Q105. We're live on Floyd's and, Floyd's and our Q105 Facebook page right now if you want to watch. You, you did can, good. I can't see any You can of text that. 419-240-1055. Stop trying to cheat. I'm totally trying to make Stop. it out, too. I was like, I don't know. You did good. You did good, kid. Um, I do have to flip it over and write them down. Though. Right after this, we'll explain the, the thing on the Commodore Perry statue in, in Monroe. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll play the Matic music mix for you. Somebody attached something to the front of him. Mm-hmm. It is a part of a man's body. <laughs> it is erect. It is not his finger. I don't know. It, it could be. It could be a large finger because it's a small. Um, Let's just say it's pointing north. Yeah. No, I think it's actually south. I don't know what it's. I think it's pointing south if I know that statue, but I might be wrong. Um. So yeah, there's that. It's the color matched it pretty well too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I'm surprised no one's ever done this before. I'm pretty certain that it is the Commodore Perry statue in Monroe. Because um, I know there's the Custer statue downtown. I think I think my stuff there is right. No, it's the Commodore Perry in Perrysburg. That one? It's that or, one. Oh, 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 it's that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I bet right. Perrysburg was up in arms about it, too. I bet they were like... Apologies. Where is that statue at? I have no idea. But yeah, the all the news articles said the one in Perrysburg. Okay. My apologies. Um, I had a lot to collect this morning, so sorry for being wrong. It's a little embarrassing. All right. I so, an- Pastor Dora, this is what happens when people don't have anything to do. I have, an- <laughs> I-, I have another story to share that involves that part of the body. Uh, hmm. After after this, don't name them yet. Let let our listeners play along. <laughs> sorry for that being loud. Hold on once more for our listeners. <laughs> Oh! No, you keep going. I'll, I'll give you a second to collect yourself. One more time, then we'll dive into the story. And then we'll let Floyd make some guesses. One more time. Number four is my favorite song of all time. All right, stop. <laughs> that is all true. right, so there's that. here's another story. So a friend of mine went to the Miranda Lambert show. On Friday night, you're gonna hang on. I'll play. No, I'm listening. No, my friend went to the Miranda Lambert story on Friday night. A lot of people did. I guess it wasn't completely sold out. There's a lot to do on Friday night. Momentum, Shaka Khan. We have lights on the bridge. Miranda Lambert. She had a bustling amount of people at Shaka Khan. Who did? Shaka Khan. Oh, was it the most crowded concert? Cry. Um. So my friend went to go see Miranda Lambert on Friday night, and L. King was the opener. You know, you know how I feel about her. Uh, uh, I love her. Uh, and uh, the, my friend took pictures of an engagement that happened next to her. 
And I was like, well, that's nice. Did they do it during the show? And my friend said, no, they did it before before Miranda Lambert. And I was like, good, because you don't need to be distracting people from the show to do that. <laughs> right. So that wasn't the, the, the storytelling part of it. My friend said when this this man and this woman arrived, they were, I guess, mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy said to my friend, just to let you know, I'm going to be peeing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> What? And he was in the middle of the row. So while that was very kind of him to say that, it was a little TMI. Right. I guess he planned to drink a large amount and he was going to pee a lot. Okay, they could have switched seats um, if that was going to be the case. So anyway, he he did the, uh, and I don't know if this is before or the after the engagement and blah, blah, blah. The girl's happy. Mm-hmm. So this same guy, and if you looked at this guy, look, it's not good to pigeonhole or stereotype people, but it, it's what we do. We look at people and we get a certain opinion in our mind, and sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong. Most of the time it's right, though. Yeah. In this case, you totally would have pegged this guy. I'll ask her to send me the picture <laughs> later on. And this guy, so he's at a Miranda Lambert show, I've got to pee a lot, blah, blah, blah. Like, this guy had no problem sharing his business. I never understood, like... Because I went to a concert, too, and one of my friends was like, I pee a lot. I'm like, we're in the first row. Like, it's going to take you 20 minutes to get to a bathroom. Hold it or pee on yourself, because I'm I'm here to enjoy myself. Okay. It's bizarre. Here's the storytelling part of this. That, again, I'm sorry, fits this this person to a T when, when, when you look at them. Had to make one of these dozen or so bathroom runs. I don't know. Maybe it was so the first one. Many. So my friend did the... Stood up and like stuck, so she so the gen- so the guy could walk through. Uh-huh. <gasps> no, she. My friend was there with her husband, and he did the same. This guy, twenty something, whatever, muscular looking fellow. I'll, I will get the picture to show you later. <laughs> my friend's husband did the same thing. The guy trying to squeeze by. We all know what that's like. He Did didn't rub against them. He didn't want. The gentleman trying to squeeze by didn't want the swords to come close, so he asked my friend's husband to turn around. He was so insecure with his sexuality, he asked asked my friend that they weren't stomach to stomach or part to part. He asked my friend's husband to turn around. Look, if you gotta pee, that is the least thing on your mind. There's... there's many times I've been somewhere and I had to say excuse me, and my area has brushed up against bottoms, male or female. That doesn't mean, make it sexual. You just say, oh, excuse me, and you go about your business. However, you're the one with the pee-pee issue. You just... what did like you I said, Oh, I'm so mad. I'm, I'm so... A man who is insecure in his sexuality and country music. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll get a picture Sorry, later. I don't, I don't All right. blame country music off uh, of that, but I'm just saying. Monday, that, uh, Manic Music Mix. I will take guesses after this. All right, Floyd. We play that fifth one all the time. All right, Floyd. We got five songs. Give them to I me. got three, possibly four. Go ahead. Number one is Love Song. Bye. Selena Gomez. Yeah, Love You Like a Love Song. Number, Number two, Fifth Harmony. Worth it. Work it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah work, worth it. it. Yeah. Work, work. Number three, I do not know. So if you know out there, let me know. Um, number four is my favorite jam. It is juvenile. Back that ass up. Nice done. Nicely done. And number five is passes by. I can't. 
Mm. All right, we're missing three and five. Three and five, five yeah. Uh, we'll get to Emmy stuff before the top of the hour when we normally do our entertainment report. Uh, how downtown's traffic will proceed moving forward and the president's visit to the area next on the Morning Reboot. Q105 traffic. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. I gotta correct the story from the prior segment. Okay. Uh, they did not stand uh, uh, front area to butt. Um, the guy whose picture I just sent you asked my friend's husband that uh, he suggested they should stand butt to butt as he walks by to go pee. Hmm. <laughs> You're, you're, dude, you're better off just saying excuse me and going about your way. My friend's husband said, <laughs> just, wa- just walk by. I'm good. Keep moving, buddy. Right. Like, uh, Go back to the podcast to listen to that part. Anyway, uh, El Presidente. Is that your friend? What's that? Is that your friend in the picture with me? No. Oh, so she's very pretty. No, that's the girl that got engaged to the guy that, was, that has the sexuality issues. Have fun with that. Don't have children. Hey, look. She could be from Bedford. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> El Presidente was in the area yesterday at Wapakoneta. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? Yes, yes, sir. Echoing the remarks from the president, uh, an Australian billionaire said his investments here would not have been possible without Trump. Mr. President, if it wasn't for your presidency, this mill would not be built here today, said Anthony Pratt, executive chairman of Pratt Industries at his company's new paper mill. The short 20-minute program featured Trump alongside Pratt and Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, all standing before the U.S. and Australian flags in giant rolls of paper. Um, Trump's latest trip to Ohio was meant to highlight an Australian-owned business uh, with that nation's prime minister in tow to tout the investment by by Pratt, a Trump supporter and the richest man in Australia uh, in an electorally, this one, important region. I'll tell you, Anthony, he's the most successful man in Australia. He's my friend, and I appreciate him. Pratt Industries has made a half a billion dollar investment in Wapakoneta as part of uh, Pratt's uh, a pledge Pratt made in 2017 to invest two billion dollars in the Midwest. In the Midwest, if Trump were elected, I have a question. Yes, sir. And I'm not going to get political, but have you seen those ads about them saying like China's taking our jobs and all that jazz and the yeah. energy grid? Well, look it up. Like it plays every morning to, just to induce fear in probably older people. But like, isn't this kind of like the thing you bring someone from out of the country to bring jobs here to America? Is that not like the same thing? I mean, this is good. I, I mean, it's good, but I'm like, is this not like what he preached? They're coming to America to take our jobs, and well, they, the Australian investor invested in in the stuff here. So, okay, uh, I did read an article yesterday that okay. talked about the the <laughs> just trying to make sense of it. The age of our most important politicians, him included, the two front runners for the the Democrats are like 78 or 76 and seven, and but. I, the, the article also alluded to the fact that I keep reading things that people think the president could be blind. <laughs> That's why he can't read the teleprompters. And at his age, he might be even like going, he might be losing his, his cognitive functions. And with his pride, he probably just doesn't want to wear glasses. Right. 
I guess that that does make sense. How did you say something? People are yeah, it made total sense. Like, he, sir, please put some glasses on then, so we don't look so crazy. The last of <laughs> three public meetings will take place tomorrow evening at the Seagate Center to provide details how the city uh, plans to down to revamp downtown's traffic patterns. During the two previous meetings, uh, city and planners presented options for concentrating traffic on certain streets, such as Erie and Michigan, while converting traffic lanes on others into sidewalks and bike lanes, or more. Or, or more room for on-street parking. Uh, again, it's planned 5.30 to 7.30 tomorrow night at the Seagate Center. It's an open house. It's as part of the 20-year vision for guiding street and infrastructure projects in downtown. Among the planners' greatest challenges has been plotting the future of Summit Street, which for years has been a boulevard with four and five lanes that can be difficult for pe- pedestrians to cross. I know some of us suggested a pedestrian bridge over it. That mm. That's probably a, a very hard to build. And I've said since the announcement that ProMedica was going down Town and bringing all those employees, and now it's even busier with Promenade yeah. Park and Balance. Like that's a lot of tra- traffic for that stretch from like uh, from like Lafayette to Cherry on Summit. Yeah, I was that is major yeah. construction. Uh, that's major congestion. So now they've got to work on that. You also got to keep in mind, like in those side streets, like Adams under construction still. It's like you can't detour down Adams to get your way out. So. Ultimately, they want to move a lot of that summit traffic to Erie, Michigan, and Washington. Okay. I mean, it's doable. It's going to train the people because I even take summit for everything. And then when I get in the train, I'm like, why did I come this way? <laughs> I, I'd like to see, or I'll do my own research, how important or how really important these bike lanes are in cities like ours mm-hmm. where at least four months probably more months out of the year you don't want to be riding your bike outside true it's coming up right like this is not like the netherlands or something where everybody bikes everywhere <laughs> where it, it's a mild winter mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to ride your bike at 18 degrees for a high to get to work in the morning that's on you because they pack the bikes up don't they some do Okay, I don't remember seeing them out. Uh, UT Board of Trustees is progressing with plans uh, to sell the Scott Park campus. Mm-hmm. University's plan to sell property as part of a $275 million, 10-year multiple campus master plan. It was first presented a couple of Decembers ago, including updating the student union, Greek, expanding Greek housing, and moving out of Scott Park. It was approved in February of 17. The university is first... Uh, has has begun the first phase of the 10-year plan, which includes ven- renovations to Carlson Library, the Student Union, and Greek housing upgrades and classroom renovations. Uh, Scott Park, which occupies about 180 acres, houses the university's Division I baseball and softball fields, the city of Toledo's district police station, the city's recreation fields, and softball facilities, which are both long-term ground leases that will continue uh, post the transaction of the location. Uh, no word yet on what might be done with the uh, police station or whether the city will be involved with possibly purchasing the area. Oh, okay. Give them students some parking. They need parking lots. Less parking. Well, more, maybe more parking. More to be parking honest. would be good. I mean, regardless, they're going to have to pay for it. So there's an extra. Pi- Who put that picture up there? What extra picture? What's that cartoon? That's Pac Man. That's been up there. I think it's Pac Man. Like get, old school pack Get that the hell down. That's been up there for forever. Really? I didn't put it up there. And it's in color. 
Where's our color printer? The uh, Detroit Avenue Reconstruction Project near Burn enters its home stretch this week. Yay. While all long-term lane closings at Heather Downs and the Perrysburg Holland Road, that bridge area, have ended. Final paving, manhole adjustments, and application of lane stripes and pavement markings will require varying lane closings around the new roundabout at Detroit, Burn, and Devonshire this week. But it's just about done. Detroit's reconstruction stretches from Anthony Wayne, the, uh, the trail, to Copland, and that entire section appeared ready Sunday for final paving. But the city's notice gave no indication the northbound lane closed north of Burn would reopen right away. So fall is here, summer is slowly fading away, and construction is doing that as well. Ooh. Now, sports! Sports! Ohio State romps and is now number five in the polls. Much to my happiness, Michigan fell to Wisconsin and tumbled all the way to number 20. And they many got, Michigan fans want Jim Harbaugh fired. They got stomped. I don't yep. know why. I was Maybe because Twitter, Facebook was telling me, Michigan, what's going on? I was like, well, let me turn on the TV. What's happening? I was like, oh. I need, I need Michigan fans to come to the realization that they don't play... It's been too many years <laughs> since they have been in the realm of Alabama and Clemson and sorry, Ohio State. They are lingering now. They I and I said what I said. I know you saw I was like, college football fans, y'all are dedicated because they they have not been good since two thousand one. I just since high school. Great. Like they're good. Like they're they're like a top five to top fifteen team. Not anymore. Right. And and you know what? I made a giggle. He said what he said. You are what you are, and that's great. They're not Ohio State. Like, sorry to be sportsy here, but I when I was growing up and I was a young kid, Penn State was one of those great teams. Uh-huh. They're not anymore. They win eight right. or nine games a year, sometimes ten. That's where Michigan is. Sorry, but no one's Alabama, right? Or except for Clemson. Clemson. Oh look, I made a sports. I made a good Georgia. I don't know what that is. It's a state. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> not really a good football team, so not unexpectedly. BG got throttled by Kent State. They're now 1-3. Sorry, Jerry Anderson. Are you driving your bus right now? Are the kids listening? <laughs> and UT uh, wins on the road late at night, Saturday night, at Colorado State. They're now 2-1. and one. Okay. Lions went to Philly yesterday, upset my dad, and upset the Eagles 27-24. Through three games, they don't have a loss. They're 2-0-1. Oh, and, and the Browns, in another national team, TV game last night against the LA Rams go down 20 to 13. They're one and two. I thought the Browns were supposed to be good this year. They are, but they they're just playing good teams. The Rams are teams. a very good team. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're 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 gonna be really good for what the Browns have been, mm-hmm. but not good enough. <laughs> 644 at the morning reboot. Lots of the Emmys last night. We'll give you some of that before seven o'clock. So much to get to. Try to keep up, if you would. 6.54, the morning reboot on Q105. The Monday Manic Music Mix. We have three songs identified. Selena Gomez, Worth It, and Juvenile. Here we go. You know the last one, but you're not sure. Yes, it's it's the, um, I can't say their name. It's I like me better. Yes, love. Love. L A V U V. Yeah. And if what they say is true, these ideas 
I don't know three. Yeah, it, you always get stuck in the middle ones, which I is do. not surprising. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's Philip's birthday today. He's thirty. Damn, he's he's thirty two. Uh, it is the first day of fall, and the Commodore Perry statue in Perrysburg is much discussed. <laughs> we'll see if we have time to uh, to get to our friend Jaden, whose Brad Pitt interview aired on Friday, or some mm-hmm. scruffy little known actor who mm-hmm. struggled at the box office this weekend. Yes. Got a lot to get to. A lot to get to. Let's start with the Emmys last night. Game of Thrones made television history um, with a host list Emmys winning for best drama series and tying the record for most wins in that category with uh, predecessors like The West Wing, L.A. Law, Mad Men, and Hill Street Blues. Those are all shows from, from well, L.A. Law and the Hill Street Blues, the 80s, um, West Wing, 90s, Mad Men in the last decade. So it's now a TV legend, even though people hated the finale. Yeah, so about the Emmys... I thought they were judged on like the whole season. Mm-hmm. No, so when you win like best drama, you submit an episode. Yeah, I was like, oh, because like, Fleabag won a lot, and I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So I went down this rabbit hole last night, and it's rare that a show submits a pilot mm-hmm. because it's just called the pilot. Right. So I'm like, so my friend and I were talking, we're like, we got to get in the flea bag. I go, but it was, they were literally judging this based on the pilot. The show could be complete garbage, but the pilot was good. Okay. Well, that, that that's, Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't. I knew about Fleabag, but I didn't watch it. It did well. Yes. Back to Thrones, uh, fantasy series won twelve Emmys for its last season, adding to its record total for most wins of any tele- television drama ever. Big night for Amazon with Fleabag, a series that grew out of a 2014 one-woman show by its creator Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She won three Emmys on the night, including for Best Actress in a Comedy, a win that came as an upset because usually, whenever there is a Veep season, Julie Louis-Dreyfus wins mm-hmm. that category. She's tied for the most Emmys. They were trying to break it last year. Yep. Last year's winner for Best Comedy was also from Amazon, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Mrs. Maisel, a show that won two awards on Sunday with Alex Borstein winning for Best Supporting Actress and from Monk, Tony Shalhoub took the prize for Best Supporting Actor. Um... HBO had a strong night overall, taking three of the top series awards, including Last Week Tonight with John Oliver and lots of wins for Chernobyl. Will you watch it now? No. Okay. I feel like... I I, I said this last night on Facebook and like we were talking to people. I felt like last night I witnessed the death of network television because like nothing on like CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox was nominated. Like everything was streaming. Yep. And like, you know what I mean? Like I just felt like Where's my sitcoms that I watch on Thursday night? Like you know, I was just I just sat there and go completely. Hmm, this is the death of net network television. There's not. Yeah, you could you could you could literally put this in blood. I don't think there was one CBS or NBC show nominated last night. Uh, Peter Dinklage won for the fourth time in Game of Thrones for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, he said about the producers, David Benioff and Dan Weiss, Dave and Dan, we literally walked through fire and ice for you, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. So the Emmys has been down in viewers in recent years. Most most award shows, everything is down on TV unless mm-hmm. you're sports, live sports. Yeah. So the networks take turn hosting the Emmys. Last, year, last night it was Fox, uh, and without a late-night host or a sitcom star, they just kind of pass things around in the opening monologue. There was a series of hand Handoffs. It was Homer Simpson. That was hilarious. Uh, Anthony Anderson, and then Brian Cranston, who delivered a sincere speech about television's cultural impact. Producers made other changes too. Instead of a red carpet, it was a purple carpet, and there was no orchestra. There were piped-in pop songs. Yeah, that was uh, that was weird. So they, I can't think of the actresses. I think it's Catherine O'Hara and Amy Poehler. They came out to. 
public affair by Mary J. Mary J. Blige. And you just wait, awkward. family affair. Family affair. Sorry, I said public affair. That was thinking Jessica. Said. But yeah, they came out to yeah to the Mary J. Blige song, and then there's a funny part where Anthony Anderson, I forgot who he's presenting with, and they came out to the Game of Thrones music, and like Anthony Anderson goes. What was that about? And the guy like said something. They're like, "Well, you know, anytime you hear that music, it's it's entertaining. Like it gets people's attention." And like does it, and they play the music again, and like the audience just like looked at them and I go, "Oh, that was funny." Let me. It was. It was. Other than it was just. It was a whack show. We'll do more next hour. Let me give you a a couple of uh, key moments from the night. Uh, Thomas Lennon, someone in between. I I don't know them. Had something about a, a, a. Well, listen. The producers have asked me to give a special shout-out to any of our previous lead actress winners who are watching tonight from prison. Hopefully those two weeks are going to fly right by. That was hilarious. Keep your chin up. Alex and I started texting each other because he was doing jabs. I was like, that is totally about Felicity Huffman. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, like, ooh. I don't know the name of the show, and I looked it up, and I've already forgotten, but maybe the best speech of the night was from Michelle Williams. I mm. see this as an acknowledgement of what is possible when a woman is trusted to discern her own needs, feels safe enough to voice them, and respected enough that they'll be heard. And all of these things, they require effort and they cost more money. And so the next time a woman, and especially a woman of color, because she stands to make 52 cents on the dollar compared to her white male counterpart, tells you what she needs in order to do her job, listen to her, believe her, because one day she might stand in front of you and say thank you for allowing her to succeed because of her workplace environment and not in spite of it. Yeah, she won for Vernon and Fosse, which is, if you guys know, like vaudeville and early Broadway, Bob Fosse and Gwen, I think I'm saying her last name right, were like, the it they were like the Beyonce and Jay Z of their time. Like thank they you, they did everything on Broadway together. Great speech. And lastly, uh, it aired on Friday, even though uh, I guess it got taped a couple of weeks ago. And he is going. He either did or is going to interview Oprah. Here's Jaden with Brad Pitt. Oh, that one again. I'm here with Hollywood actor Brad Pitt. Brad, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jaden. So Brad, nice to be here. For the people that are watching Ellen's show, what was it like sitting in her audience? <laughs> It was good fun. It was actually good fun. You know, everyone's dancing, everyone's having a laugh, and she brings such a, you know, a great energy to the show. It's just, it's really fun and easy. Um, so I'm from Toledo, Ohio, proud Toledo. And uh, have you ever been there? I have never been to Toledo, Ohio. I am from Springfield, Missouri, by way of Shawnee, Oklahoma, and I am also proud of both. So I'm just going to do a quick recommendation if you do ever visit Toledo. Some okay, of the where do you I do. go? So you need to go to a walleye game, go fish. You okay. need to go to a mud hens baseball game. Let me tell you, we love our hens, our hometown hens. And you got to visit Promenade Park. Great place, by the way. What's going on in Promenade Park? Oh, yeah, we have summer concert <laughs> series, and I'm going to plug that. The summer concert series, we've had people like Diana Ross, famous country singers. You're going to love it there. That sounds amazing. Oh, yeah, there's I like variety. It at that park. And number, uh, number two, Toledo is very diverse. You're going to love it there. There's a diverse group of people. And all the people there are just great people. And really, they're just all awesome people. I just got to shout out Toledo. And if you could interview one person, who would it be? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you and one question. Serious question. You ready? How are you feeling about the Browns this year? Honestly, I don't know anything about sports. That's the, <laughs> like my brother always tries to tell me about sports. This is where that knowledge would actually be. But you be. just told me the mud hens. Well, honestly, I don't really know how they've been doing this season. 
I don't know if Brad Pitt is just ultra smooth from having done this for three decades now, right. but I really like him. That was good. That was good. That's good. Look forward to the Lady O and Jaden interview. So mad about Sorry, that. Sorry, Floyd. Oh, so mad. Uh, next hour in entertainment, Billy Porter and, uh, and and some Kevin Hart stuff. Billy Porter from last night, Kevin Hart feeling better, but a lawsuit coming. Uh, a surprise guest, uh, we told you who it would be earlier. He'll be here next, I hope. Q105 Studios, sponsored by... Good morning. It's the morning reboot at 8.05 today. We're just before then. We'll give you your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff here on Q105. The morning reboot. It's Eric Floyd with a yawn. What? No, 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 no. I'm back. Um, And our surprise guest, no longer a surprise, his name is Ben Snyder. He is the CEO and Galactic Emperor of Cedar Creek Church. Is that right? (laughs) I don't think that's on my business Pat, card, Pat but I should take that under consideration. Religious emperor? I love that. Religious. You need your own entrance theme music. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, it has to be like holy, like oh. Oh, you've never been to Cedar Creek then. No, no. I'm just saying like you just need to have a glow around you. Uh, if I've seen videos. I think uh, some sort of... Rock song would be better. Yeah, yeah, like any of our intro songs would be good for you because this is why we get along. Because it's not like a, a normal church. Yeah, not sure. a normal place of religion and, and sacrifices to God. It's a cool hit place. Well, I hope so. But uh, yeah, because <laughs> when you go to a normal church, you can't get some hot chocolate or a soda and walk in to uh, what's the <laughs> some churches you can not yeah, yeah. <laughs> what. <laughs> Not the ones that I've been like to. Eric. Eric. Like, what churches are you going to, Eric? So, Ben is here because if you've seen any of Ben's social media lately, specifically on... it, Well, we had lunch last week, and we didn't have enough time to keep going. So figure we'll just come chat more on the show. But a lot of Ben's social media, specifically on Instagram lately, has been um, quite spiritually helpful. And I keep teasing him. I'm like, this is some Buddhist stuff you're putting out there because a lot of like anti-anxiety stuff and i guess that's the series that you guys have going on now yeah sure and if if you want to give the buddhists all the credit for that that's great i think uh you know from my perspective jesus had some pretty healthy stuff to say about it but but aside from that the reality is uh i think you know i know anxiety is a pretty big deal Mm -hmm. and um i've been surprised to hear from some of our attendees that they're they're shocked to hear the church or somebody in church world speaking directly to that. So it's been pretty fun. It must have been a year or so ago, maybe a little less, when you asked me to come out and kind of like watch this mental health series you were going to start. You had a, a gentleman, one of the parishioners. Yep, Dr. Jason Brower. Yeah, you. he's a parishioner, but also UT psychologist? Uh, no, he has his own private practice, okay. but he teaches at Owens. Okay, that was um, what it was. That was yeah. And you interviewed him because it's not a traditional service. If you don't know Cedar Creek, it's very it's pop culture centric. It's lifestyle centric. It's like this show, but more religious, right? Right. Um, and I guess that, that was that the beginning of when you guys started to incorporate more men- mental health things? Uh, I think we had given voice to it. We had never asked someone to come in and talk specifically about uh, some of the mental battles that people go through. Um, and, uh, for us, it's like, okay, we need to keep pursuing these sorts of topics, especially when you see, 
uh, some of the headlines that you see. You, if you just listen to what people are saying in the lobby, like what they're dealing with at home, um, and what they're dealing with in their marriages, with their teenagers, what teenagers are dealing with, uh, I think the Christian scriptures have a lot to say about it, a lot of helpful and practical things to say about it, um, whether you believe in Jesus or not. Uh, can I ask you for some of the examples of what those people are talking about that might be quite relatable to our audience? Yeah, I think uh, w- one of the things that's helpful is anxiety is a broad term that's used in all sorts of arenas, kind of like the way we use the word love, you know? I love uh, Chipotle, um, <laughs> and I love my kids, right? right. But <laughs> the ex- Depending on the day. <laughs> yeah. That's level, a good right? point, yeah. So, uh, you know, anxiety, the way that we're defining it, and I think the way that's most helpful is uh, not the broad sense, but the specific way where you're imagining a threat and you're getting stuck. Uh, We call it a meteor shower of what ifs. And uh, I think one of the things that's helpful with that is when you start realizing these are a bunch of what ifs, the reason you get stuck is because they're not real yet. And the anxiety is real, or the way that we say it, the feelings are true, but they don't tell you the whole truth. And um, and that's a, an empowering phrase for people where you can validate the feelings of anxiety instead of saying, just stop thinking about it, just forget about it, just work your way through it. Calm down. Yeah, mm-hmm. calm down. Just calm down, you know. Uh, and instead you can go, no, these feelings of anxiety are true, but they are not telling me the whole truth. Um, and you got to find some people, or I would say some resources for us, our beliefs. We believe, you know, we talk about how your beliefs really shape your behavior in those moments. And so, uh, for us, belief in God or what Jesus has accomplished becomes like a foundation for us. But, um, but I would say wherever you're at, if even if you don't believe in the way that we do, you've got to dig down into what your beliefs are. There is a lot of conversation around behavior management when it comes to anxiety, um, but uh, I think beliefs are important. With all of that said, real quick, yeah. uh, the one thing that I think uh, needs to be voiced is there's just some people who need medical and professional help. Yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. of those people. And and that's okay. Yeah. And I think, um, tragically, for some reason in, in, in church world, one of the popular things was to say, pray your way or believe mm. your way out of it. Pray the gay way, right? Yeah, that's... Oh, don't do dare. <laughs> no, it bends right. Like, and this is, why I pre- this is why you'll always be a friend. You're always welcome on the show. Because it's not... God and the church will make it go away. If that's your center point, fine, but you believe in... Look, we can't help everything. Go go get some help. Go get a medication so that you can digest this stuff. To your point earlier, one of the things that I have in my philosophy section of my notes is um, <laughs> thoughts and, and feelings are often signals, not realities. Yeah. And sometimes you need something to help you get these distortions away so that you can be more accepting of the messages that you share, we do on this show. That's right. So I think uh, you know, for some, it's it's a medical issue. Uh, go go get the help that you need. Uh, I think the exciting thing, or a valuable thing for me, is I think for all of us, it, it is a spiritual issue too. Um, the anxieties force us to think through uh, deeper issues beyond just 
what am I driving? What kind of house do I live in? What kind of thing do I need for the rest of the day? And I think those are really valuable questions. I know they cause anxiety for some, but I think digging into those questions may be some of your most valuable work that you do. If some of those things do cause you anxieties, there's probably a deep underlying problem that is anxiety uh, and you need to have addressed, as you pointed out, because those are, those are little things. Yeah. Like, do you have a roof over your head? Uh, great. And can you pay your bills? Stuff like that. But when when they really eat at you and, and interrupt your life and your lifestyle, there's a problem. Yeah, we uh, some of the research that we went what, that uh, I went through to prepare for this. Um, I don't need to go through line items, but statistically speaking, this is the safest and most prosperous country. Yeah, era in human history, and yet cancer rates are down twenty percent. Violent crimes are down twenty percent in the last twenty years. Some of that stuff, uh, kids ki- being kidnapped, down over forty percent, and yet some of the biggest, some of the um, b- biggest fears that we carry are in those three categories. Uh, that something really bad and tragic is going to happen. So there's a disconnect between what is really going on and what we perceive going on. I think part of that is because the rate at which we have to process negative information outpaces our ability to do that in a healthy way and to discern what's real fact and opinion we talk about this repeatedly Mm -hmm. all your points all all those numbers are absolutely a thousand percent accurate there is just more things than ever telling you that it's bad and it's not well and to think that uh seeing faces and headlines every hour from around the world we have access to that information that in a way that no other human Mm -hmm. in human history has to just think that we can blow that off and compartmentalize that man that just I think we're grossly overestimating what that can do to the human psyche and the human heart Mm -hmm. uh You'll stay a little bit longer. You have a couple minutes. I'm sure. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Seven twenty-four with the morning reboot. We will. Uh, we will hit the fine. The fine Ben with some rated game questions <laughs> next. <laughs> that night, or we'd have one less listener. You know, it's the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Pastor Ben Snyder from Cedar Creek is here with us. My friend Ben Snyder yes. is here with us. He was our surprise guest that everybody knows because everybody knows you. That's not true. It, I'm, you're right. Not everybody knows you, but you are well known in the area. They should. Hey, thanks, Floyd. It's my authoritative finger. Hey, you did. They should yeah. know him. <laughs> They do. It makes life better. They do. And I'm, I'm concerned. So I've got a mental concerned. health night to do at the University of Finley in a couple of weeks. Dr. Andrea and Jen. Oh, yeah. You and talked my, about her. My friend who, who uh, not my friend, but a woman who I was uh, introduced to, she attempted to kill herself. She's supposed to be the speaker for the night. And her connection to her mom, as I told you at lunch, is through the church. And they're trying to keep their relationship strong. And I haven't heard from her, but I did suggest to her that, hey, let's go to Cedar Creek and crickets from her so that's all right i think for a lot of people church and guilt kind of go hand in hand unfortunately and so they think those are uh you're preaching to us yeah that's right so (laughs) that makes it a little challenging if if uh, your only experience is every time i show up here i'm gonna feel like a terrible human being and uh, i think that's why you know when we say you matter put it on billboards it's not just a cute mantra uh, I think that's the experience that people should have. And so. we go to Cedar Creek to, to the main campus in Perrysburg, get a free concert. Sure. Get a free concert. Our, our team is really talented. <laughs> they so are. They're really talented. You, you might, I don't know everybody. Um, I, I know there's some good people at, at, at Buckeye and a variety of other places, but your, your 
creative team it might be the best in the area when it comes to ideas outside the box production levels it's it's quality stuff yeah thanks man we All had right. a lot of fun doing that let's do fun stuff great um, the rated game so, would you explain to to Ben how this works? Oh, you're gonna make me I, do even this though, I know he's heard it before. The rated game is a game where you rate stuff. And you say overrated, underrated, or properly rated. You've heard this before. Fantastic. Yeah. You ready? It's easy. I love giving people my opinions. <laughs> you do it every week. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, silent. <laughs> do you think the Indians will make the playoffs? Appropriately rated. Do you uh, we didn't start yet. <laughs> I like that answer. Do you think the Browns will make the playoffs? Uh, overrated. Oh, and I'm a Browns fan. Did, who won the Ravens game yesterday? Uh, I didn't watch the stuff. Chiefs, I Did think. Did they? Okay, yeah. well, that's good for the Browns. It was close, though. All right, first up, overrated, underrated, properly rated. That? It was like a Game of Thrones chime. Wonderful. Here we go. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Uh, I'll start with you, Floyd. Snitching. Oh, like that rapper with the braids? The rainbow braids? Yes. It's properly Snitching. rated because you know my mantra. In the streets, it's snitches get stitches, but my mantra is <laughs> snitches get riches when there's a reward. Right. So, <laughs> right, so, Stitches get booked. Deals. Like I just said. Ben snitches. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Properly rated. Because they will get stitches, perhaps. That's right. But is it snitching if you're helping the greater good of man and I get a $50,000 reward? And keeping Cardi B off the radio? I mean... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Ben, we'll start with you. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Watching sports. Properly rated. Floyd? Like live or on TV? Wherever. Live, I would say properly rated. On TV, overrated. Okay. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Floyd? Ellen? Ooh. Mm. She's properly rated. I had to think to my Rolodex okay. of stuff. Ben? I want to know why you flinched. Because she didn't hook me up with Oprah, and then I couldn't let my anger for someone else interviewing Oprah jade my opinion. All right. So, I, <laughs> I was like, I thought you had some insider information that I no. needed to know about. Overrated, underrated, properly I think rated. She's properly rated. Okay. Been with you on this one. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Ebooks or e readers? Underrated. Sorry, Rosie. That's my mother-in-law. She might not ever speak to me again. Because you won't <laughs> She loves book? paper copy books. Okay. In fact, we had a pretty traumatic Christmas experience <laughs> where uh, an e-reader was involved. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd? I think they're properly rated. Or actually, you know what? I think they're underrated because, much like him, everyone I know is like, oh, I got to get the book. I'm like, why can't you just download it on your tablet? You right. Know? You don't I, even I, you don't I, leave your house for it. I do love I do love the access, and you do save a couple of bucks too. Um, it you, doesn't replace the feel and smell of a real paper copy, but it saves a lot of shelf space right. and potentially trees. So books are very heavy to move, and it's the first thing I look oh, to get rid gosh, of when I move. And too. I do miss being able to loan a book out, though. What, not that I ever get it. And back. what if you go to the store and you can't find it? Like, what if you set your whole day, you're like, oh, I get off at four, can't wait to go to Bars and Nobles to buy this new biography, and you get there, and they're like, oh, we're sold out. Jason uh, Kutchman, the executive director of the library, will be in on Wednesday, and we're going to talk books, because mm. the downtown branch is opening up. Can't wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be a good time. Um, uh, two last ones. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Uh, as someone who is extremely busy, not only pastor, but like CEO and everything at Cedar <laughs> Creek. CEO. <laughs> you, you must, how many emails do you get a day? Uh, I don't know uncountable yeah zeroing out your inbox oh is pretty much next to heaven <laughs> so underrated yeah okay floyd i'm with him 
I don't ever read the email. You don't read the email? No, I just, so just mark as read. And they're like, didn't you get my email? I'm like, my problem yes. is I got too many inboxes now. <laughs> I got a Facebook inbox, an Instagram inbox. I never get to My favorite that. is, what was your email about? Didn't you read it? Yeah, but what, I don't remember. <laughs> I get so many. They're like, it's the one about this. I go, oh, yeah, oh, I remember that. Like, no, I don't. Well, <laughs> I didn't get that email. Let me offer an Eric Life lesson. I just like, tell people I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. To that point, I think this is number like 272, Eric Life Rule. Did you publish this yet? Is it an e-copy or is it a paper copy? A a blog post from a page (laughs) on Max. Don't ask someone, hey, did you get my email? Because the answer is yes. Unless the internet was down, they have received your email. Right. Ask them, did you read my email? So they can go, Floyd? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Last one. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Someone we can both agree was probably a great person. Going back to the old testy, as I like to call it. (laughs) Moses. Oh, good old Moses. Oh, man. We can all like him. Let my people go. I think he is uh, underrated. Anybody who wants to study leadership in general, read read about him through the Exodus, what he had to deal with, how he transitioned people from slavery into a new identity. I mean, as a leader, he is way underrated. Way. Like the original Harriet Tubman. I'm not talking about Charlton Heston, just for clarification. Yeah. Yes. I'm talking about like... The actual dude. The actual dude. <laughs> <laughs> Charlton Heston, we could rate him. Uh, no. No! 737. Ben Snyder. Thank you. Go, go Tribe. Go Browns. That's right. Go All Cleveland. Right. Uh, 737 with the morning reboot. More Emmy stuff. We'll get to that before 8 this morning on Q. 744, the morning reboot on Q105. We have four of the five songs in today's Monday's Manic Music Mix. Number one, Selena Gomez, Love You Like a Love Song. Number two, Work at Fifth Harmony. Tell me three, because we got a text. I'm going to see if we're right. Number four, Juvenile. Back that ass up. Number five, Love, I Like Me Better. I'm glad you brought up the text messages. The number three song we're missing is... Is it Sunflower? No! Oh, it's not, Texter! I was going on... I was going on... I was rooting for you! It's a song... Because I don't know. It's a song we play all the time. So it's... Oh, I was... Eastside. Oh, it is! It's the guy part. Oh, cuss word! I oh um, man, our phones are not working correctly. Poop for a double poop. <laughs> our phones are not working correctly, and it's going to make uh, our segments with Jen and Amid in the eight o'clock hour a little, a little weird. So let's try this. If you would like a free reading from Janet Amid, we will do our very best to get to what you text us. Mm-hmm. Um, send us your name. Obviously, you'll, you'll text 419-240-1055. Text us your name, birth date, time of birth if you have it, and your question. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think, trying to think. And she can only answer one question, so just give me one question. Okay. And all your stuff is confidential. It goes straight to me. I will not share it with, like the government so it's all good it's just like if you called before i answer the phone i jot it down this will just be via text message i'll jot it down so if you want to start bringing them in now i'll start making a little list for janet and we will try to get to as many as we can and then if you can't listen when we get to the the segments in the next hour go back to the podcast podcast perfect uh while they are text messaging floyd said they'll be confidential uh the russians are looking to see if your marriage will last (laughs) her hair looks good Black, even though it's a little poofy. I don't mind it. It is a little bit too curly. 
little too juicy for me, as they would say on the streets. Uh, 7.55 on Q105, the morning reboot. Text us to get a reading from Janet. Our phones are still being weird, so text us uh, your name, your question, sorry, your name, your question, and your date of birth. If it's a question uh, about somebody else or a relationship, please get that to us. And people are messaging me. So text us so we can keep them all together. Uh, 419-240-1055. We'll get with some the best shade of the Emmys. The producers have asked me to give a special shout-out to any of our previous lead actress winners who are watching tonight from prison. Hopefully those two weeks are going to fly right by. Keep your chin. We'll come back to that. Well, I'll come back to Emmy stuff. Uh, Jonathan Van Ness. Is he one of the original Queer Eye stars? Oh, he's a newer one. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's he one that looks very biblical. opened up about his HIV positive, something that he revealed in his upcoming memoir, Over the Top. When Queer Eye came out, it was really difficult because I was like, do I want to talk about my status? And then I was like, the Trump administration has done everything they can to have the stigmatization of the LGBT community thrive around me. I do feel I need to talk about this. And uh, as he always is so positive, he got he decided to focus on all the support he got when he uh, when he came out with that. Thanks so much for your support. It means the world. Uh, he also shared he's healthy. And uh, not to belittle anything, but we've talked about this before. Um, not to say it's completely beaten, but we have thrown a very heavy punch at a- HIV and AIDS. And HIV, I, w- I would dare say, is now very controllable. It is. And um, I think now we're in the stage where we're just trying to diminish the stigma of it because it's, it was, I don't want to use this terminology, but it's about, it's, when you hear that, it was so tainted for so many years. And it was a death sentence for so many. And that just, that just comes with not being educated with it. You know what I mean? Can I make so, a comparison? Yes. Uh, me, i got to take my Cymbalta so I don't get weird and vanish for weeks and do God knows what. If you've got, uh, you've got to take your insulin and stay on your diet. Yeah. He's got to take his HIV medication. Yeah. Uh, if I don't take mine, I get weird. If you don't take your stuff, you lose a foot. <laughs> if he doesn't take his HIV. He can get really, you know, sick and like your health deteriorates. It's just one of those, like I said, I, I'm happy he did come out because that show impacts so many people, whether you're straight or gay, but it's just one of those things that you see people on the screen, you're like, oh, they have it together, but then, like, in the end, when they go home and the lights and cameras stop, they're just, they're just a human trying to live their best life, and I'm happy he has come to terms with the time in his life to come out and say it, because I know many people who do have HIV and AIDS, and they don't come out, and that's their own that's their business. But like for him to actually stand up and be a public figure and do that, kudos to him because it's it's a stigma that needs to be dropped and handled with. Michelle Williams had a great speech last night for mm-hmm. her win. Another great speech, although it's just a, a lot of exuberance, it was from Billy Porter and his win. Oh my God, God bless you all. The category is love, y'all. Love. I am so overwhelmed and I am so overjoyed to have lived long enough to see this day. James Baldwin said, took many years of vomiting up all the filth that I had been taught about myself and halfway believed before I could walk around this earth like I had the right to be here. I I have the right. Yeah. You have the right. We all have the right. Yep, absolutely. Even the idiots. He, I I just, I want to be his friend. He just, he just, there's this, radiant glow light about him and I know 
He's just his authentic self, and I love it. I wish I had someone like that growing up. Like, I even said on Twitter last night, I was like, oh, my God, someone who's like me has won an Emmy. Like, for me to feel like that at 36 years old, I can only imagine what, like, a 16-year-old kid feels like watching that or seeing that. Now he will dispense with the drama with RuPaul. During the, <laughs> during the show last night, RuPaul took the stage um, and got a, let's see, earned a trophy for the Outstanding Reality Series in Drag Race. Um, as the host delivered the speech, though, cameras captured Billy Porter in the audience with a blank expression on his face and seemingly giving side-eye. Um, however, after winning that Emmy, Porter had an opportunity to speak to reporters where he set the record straight about the friendship with drag rate with the drag race host. Let me make this clear right now in this room to everybody. Right now, there is never a side eye coming from me. There's never anything negative coming from me. You're never going to get it from uh, you're never going to get to get it from from it. Uh, okay, it's all love, it's all positivity. Don't come to me with that. I need to get that line so we can throw it with with uh I said what I said. I said don't it, come to me with that. Don't come to me. Also, another good one is, I know you probably never do it. It's from the Royal Housewives. Kenya Moore, she goes, don't come for me unless I send for you. It's so good. I, I you know, I, li- I like a, I like a good snarky comeback. And someone said something, and she said, don't come for me unless I send for you. There was mm-hmm. snark when Kim, and I think it was Kendall last night. Woo! Was like, it was so good! You have to listen to them. Pay attention to the middle of this. Our family knows firsthand how truly compelling television comes from real people just being themselves. Telling their stories unfiltered and unscripted. Here are the nominees for Outstanding... It's subtle, but where you where you snickered, the audience did. Let, they are not having them. Me, well, the audience is right. These are the last two people that should be saying what they said. Yeah. Yeah. Our family knows firsthand how truly compelling television comes from real people just being themselves. Telling their stories unfiltered and unscripted. Here are the people no- were laughing, as they should. The, and the best part is, so Kim was like, she's such a robot. She's she's sticking to the script and teleprompter. Kendo, who I think is more in touch with reality than the other ones, she kind of was just like, like she snapped out. She was like, "Oh wow!" Like, I think in that moment she was like, "Oh, they're laughing at us." She side eyed the audience so hard. She's like, mm, "We shouldn't be up here." That's like when I have she's con- a, sorry. It's like when I have conversations with Melissa Andrews and tell her that she's a super Sylvania one percenter. And she's like, no, I'm not. I have three kids that play soccer. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't be Wait, super rich. Time out. You, 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 you called her a one percenter and then she followed up with, I have three kids that play soccer. Something like that. Oh, it's Mel, your- Mel. Um, last couple of things. Kevin Hart is likely going to get hit with some kind of lawsuit because he removed a lot of safety restrictions with that car. Um, that was in the accident a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. So there's probably a lawsuit to come. He's doing better. And the box office this weekend, up. what do you have? No, I was going to say with his car, I think, because I did read that he added some safety measures and then took some out. Because like that car, when it was made originally, never had a seatbelt. Right. So he did add a seatbelt, but I was trying to look at the legal jargon. So he took out like a lot of stuff out. The company should have refused the job because it wasn't safe, especially with a 70, 720 horsepower engine. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see who sues who. Maybe he'll just pay those people. I, I don't know. Also, box office this weekend, quite a surprise. Downton Abbey was only expected to make in the high teens for, for millions mm-hmm. first weekend. It made 31 million right. add Astra which I 
thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> um, Jaden interviewed the, the, the scruffy upstart actor who starred in that movie. Um, 19 million. Rambo Last Blood probably wasn't predicted to make much, but it made 19 million. It was number four. Hustlers five. Lion King number six. Still going. Yep. The top. It was five for the past week, so now six. Top ten still. Yep. Lord. $537 million, at least domestically. Any thoughts on the box office weekend? I Well, I didn't know Rambo came out. It seems like Hustler's kind of dwindling. It's week two. Yeah, but um, I thought Brad would hit. I I thought the Downton Abbey was like a Netflix movie. Yeah. Didn't know it was a I release. I think it goes to Netflix. Does it? Okay. Wait, may, I'm not sure, but yeah, it made $31 okay. million and was uh, quite... I can't... So when I went to go see Ad Astra at noon on Saturday, uh, my friend Matt was like the youngest person in there at like 47 or mm-hmm. 48. I can't imagine the age of the audience at Downton Abbey. Mothballs and dentures. So I know Maggie Smith is in that. I love her. She She's going... She's going to be here with us. I love her so much. I, Matthew Good is also in that series. Do you know him? He, he's got an E on his name. Look him up. I'm a f- You saw Watchmen the movie, right? You did, right? Yes, I did. He's in that. I'm a fan of his work. I didn't know he was in that series. Uh, send Your a text message to over. us. We will do our best. Oh, yeah, him. He's been up for some like like he potential Batman scary. roles. scary. He's a good actor. Uh, if you send us a text message, we will do our best to get a reading from Janet for you because our phones are still wonky. If you can't be here for the upcoming segment, that's fine. Make sure you get back and listen to the podcast. Also, your chance to win another $1,000 with the $1,000 payoff. Text the national keyword call. That's call, C-A-L-L to 95819. Call to 95819. We'll text you back confirming your entry. Data and message rates apply. $1,000 payoff on Q105. You have all hour to text call to 95819. Sorry. I'm reading his children's name. They're so British. What are they? They are Matilda, Teddy Eleanor. That's one name. Ralph. <laughs> they are very British. <laughs> that's why it made me giggle. Sorry. Floyd may live next. Oh, man. Q- 818, the morning reboot, Q105. Again, your national keyword to text and win the $1,000 payoff is call. Get that to 95819. You have all hour to text that. That music here means our friend Janet Amid is here. Hi! Good morning to you. We have a new moon coming up on the 20... Well, it's going to be on Saturday, which is... See, I suddenly get on the air and I lose my voice. You got the cancer cough that we have. Stop saying that. Cancel that. Takes 17 seconds to manifest a thought. Cancel. Cancel, cancel. So it's going to be on Saturday the 28th. My event is on the 29th. The moon's in Libra. Sunday at the Mommy Pinnacle. Please show up. We have readers, um, all kinds of vendors. It's going to be really, really fun. Okay. A couple of things here. Um, That's the day of the Komen race. I, I, Floyd... If you're free, I'll be there. There, it's kind of a station thing. If you can, what's Coma it? thing? Coma, the Coma race is Saturday. on the Sunday. Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. You're not going to be there at my event. <laughs> Maybe. I am really. I know. Mad. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Um. So that's that. But good luck to that event. We'll continue Thank to uh, promote it during the week. We are unable to use our phones, so we have solicited for text messages. Okay. Um. We'll get to as many as we can. It might actually be faster and more efficient this It'll way. Be but, fun. But we love having people <clears throat> on the air with us. Yeah. And I got to tell you, the, the look. I'm certain this is going to be fine. And I know this is arrogant but it's also 
factual, I think, and a strong opinion. I like trying new things, so I'm open to it. Except for butt stuff. Um, oh my God, what is this with you and the butt? If you oh listen to like this genre of, of a program, mm-hmm. this is the very best, maybe radio show in all of Toledo. Okay, mm-hmm. like if you like, if you generally like the music on the station, if you like the, this is the best, and that is no disrespect to, to anybody here in this building. A little disrespect for, to everybody else, mostly <laughs> because I used to work there. But this is for what we're able to do, what we can provide, and how we're able to be nimble like this, and have our great guests like Ben earlier, Janet now. This is the best radio show in Toledo. Do you know that people don't eat clients that come in to see me? They they always ask me. Where are you? And I said, he's on 105. And he, they go, I'm on with him. And they're like, oh my God, you have this huge following. You have no idea. I, and I'm I'm happy to do what I can. In fact, you have no idea how huge your following is. I but got, we have to advertise it more. I got stopped in the most embarrassing place the other day for, for me. And, and, and the family said hi to me. And I was, I was, I was stammering because I didn't know what to do. A dad pointed to his daughter. He's like, do you know who that is? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I was in Home Depot. Uh-uh. Like the last place anybody should find me is home. So, yeah, but- it's like really kind of macho, and I don't see you that way. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> I, macho. I, could, I, could- I mean, you and Wood don't go together. <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Janet's into every kind of change. Except, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we will so go- what happened with your situation? Somebody stopped you at, at Home Depot? They just wanted to say hi. And you didn't know them, or you just were uncomfortable. I didn't. Know, I, I I always encourage people to say hi to Floyd and I because even if we look like we have resting Eric and Floyd face, please say hello. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know what to do. Like I needed to get lights. I'm like I've been stopped in Home Depot. I don't belong here. I need to. Yeah. I want to go home with my dogs. <laughs> All right. So we we have solicited text messages for yes. uh, names, birth dates, other info, and we're gonna rip off some of those now. Okay. So why don't we start with Nick? Nick. Yeah, Nick is asking about his career. He's born under the sign of Taurus. And one of the things that I see with Nick is he's a Taurus. Now, Taurians went through a very difficult time last year. So this applies to all those Taurus people out there. But his emotional sign is Sagittarius. So last uh, last year is when things started aspecting his moon. Moon rules the emotions. So what's interesting about um, Nick is, is that he's saying, what's going on with my work? Well, your career is going to really manifest and unfold in the next year and a half to two years. That's when things are really going to open up for you. But you feel this surge of things happening now because you have your moon being aspected anytime that happens aspected means that things are going on that are hitting your moon sign which is sag which means it started last year into this year. So you really are feeling this burst of energy to do things. You're very work-oriented, very career-oriented. Most Torians out there love to work independently and like to do their own thing. So just saying, you would be somebody that would work wonderful with the public. You're really good with finance, business, marketing, psychology, communication, anything like that. But I like you with numbers, believe it or not, and owning your own business. So good luck and success. Yes, good job, Nick. Thank you for the text message. Why do you have to yell? You have a it, use our inside voice. Wow. <laughs> okay, so the next one is going to be Christine. So Christine is born under the sign of Leo. She wants to know about money. So Leos always want to know about money because they are bad with money. They spun money like water. Are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because I'm not a Leo. Well, no, but Leos are. But she's not, though. She's actually, that's why you can never go by sun sign. It doesn't mean a lot. We have to look at the whole picture. So this is a girl who's conscientious, careful, a little obsessive compulsive. You've heard me talk about that before. Oh, big time. So she is very methodical, analytical. That's why if anybody were to say this is a Leo that is 
frivolous. I'd say, uh-uh, not this chick. So, Christine, your money is always going to be a concern for you because you always worry about it. We don't know your time at birth, and that does hold merit as far as where things are. But I would say that this year is a little, little difficult. You might find things turning around after December 3rd, this year moving into next year. Why December 3rd? Because that's when things shift over astrologically. There's some aspects shifting, and that's going to balance her money sign. Because since around November of last year into this year, she's been feeling this tug pull financially. So, so as the, a de- December 3rd old change. So there's like New Year, fiscal year, Jewish yes. New Year, astrological New Year. Well, things shift. It's it's sometimes it can be a Jupiter transit, which is every year. Sometimes it's a Saturn influence, which is every two and a half to three years. That's confusing. I'll just do all the talking. It's too hard to explain. No, what I mean by <laughs> I don't mean it that way. I love. I what I mean is I'll be is, back tomorrow. No, no, I don't mean that talking. I meant I meant explaining it, teaching mm. people. It's a little harder. I figured I'd ask the question, but that's a good question. So because I, it is, and it depends on your month, day, year, time of birth. City and state. For example, you are a Taurus. You're a Taurus with a lot of Aries in your chart. So this is actually a decent year for you. It should be. Good, thanks. It's It's been a good year. It's a a good year. So coming up, the end of this year into next year, there could be changes going on with you that could relate a little bit to work. We'll get a a working phone? Let's hope so. We need that. All right. After Christine, who do we have? We have Michelle and another one who's asking about finances. She is born under the sign of Pisces. And most of the time, Pisces people are, um, they get a little concerned about finances, but it's normally a sign that's more about emotion and feeling and things like that. Pisces are really intuitive about a lot of things, but financial, I would say, yeah, she's a spender, definitely a spender. Now, she's not here to, um, you know, say no, yes or no, but I definitely see that in her chart. And the thing is, uh, Pisces have, her moon is Virgo, so she's born under a full moon. So when she gets stressed out, and I hope I, I would love for her to respond, she does get a little goofy about her money because she gets very anxious because she's, anytime you're born under a full moon, that's when the sun and moon are posing you. So that would indicate she has some anxieties, but she's been struggling for about a year, maybe two years. This December, it will be two years. Her money situation has been cockapoo. So it's really been difficult. So I would honestly say, you're, honey, you're not coming out of this till probably next year sometime. But hopefully you've learned some lessons about impulsive spending. Um, and, and don't don't get an ulcer over it because you do uh-huh. have stomach issues. Uh, by the way, you get ulcers from bacteria, I believe, not actually from stress. That can just exacerbate. Is that why you didn't drink my coffee last week? Yeah, that's ex- that's the exact reason. Before, I can't believe it. Before we move on. I, I know I'm obsessed. I can't I, help it. And with Christine, you mentioned Jupiter. So I saw a movie where a guy went to Neptune over the weekend. Ooh. What what does Neptune have to do with the... Neptune's uh, a planet of illusion and dissolution. It's one of the furthest planets from the Earth. And um, anytime it is, if it's in your sign or your thinking sign, you sort of are a little cloudy because it is the planet of illusions. So a lot of times, many times when I see Neptune in a person's relationship house based on their time of birth, I'll say to them, ah, be careful of deception from a partner. You see relationships through rose-colored glasses. Or you could be the deceptive person. Uh, no, no lie. The movie that I saw, 
like I said, the astronaut went to Neptune. Disillusion was exactly what he found when he got there, or he was disillusioned. Yeah. So I wonder if there was an astrological connection there. There, there is. It's called the planet of illusion and disillusion. It's it's a cloudy sort of aspect. You see things, you know, kind of in a cloudy way. And he, it's interesting because when you look at the center of the Earth, you know, with all the planets and the sun and everything, what's closest, what's a little further away would be Neptune and uh, Uranus. Pluto, Uranus, all these planets. The butt. You like Uranus. I say Uranus. Good. Talk about the butt. What is this with you and the butt? It's actually Uranus. Uranus, yeah. Yeah. Pluto's not even a planet, depending on the day. Let's do one more text message before we uh, before we Hit something else. I I like Aubrey's chart. I think she's um, she's an interesting person. She's another one who's Cancer Leo. She's asking about love, and you know, actually, I, I mean, if you're in a funky cycle, Aubrey, about love right now, you're July twenty second, so you're right on that cusp. I would I would be a little surprised. I can see where you sort of get a little concerned about relationships, but and yeah, I can see where the last few years, going back about five years ago, five four three years ago around that time you went through like a breakup of some sort it was really difficult for you but I can honestly see that you can draw somebody in easily because you do have that you know that tendency to be lucky in love some people just aren't but you are you have that but you don't feel like you have because you had a couple bloopers here and there but I do see love kind of opening up for you what's interesting is in the beginning of the year January February 2020 I can't believe we're coming to 2020 can you freaking doggone believe it second decade of the 21st I am freaking out. Anyway, that's going to be a big shift change for you. And I do see a commitment aspect going on because you are somebody that really is in love with love. I don't know your time of birth. Now, remember, the time of birth is significant because it tells me where everything falls into the houses. And it also tells me, gives me precise details, like giving a face to a person as opposed to a chip of their ear. So I can see love coming in this year, but it might be more towards the end of the year, beginning of next year. We're uh, not doing calls for Janet today. We've got a phone problem. We'll get to as many text messages as we can. You can text message the word CALL, C-A-L-L-9-5-8-1-9, to win the $1,000 payoff. Q105. 842, the morning reboot, Q105. Before we get to some of the uh, readings we've got to get to via text message, you can still text the word CALL to 95819 to win the $1,000 payoff. Good luck. You've got all all hour. We started at 8 or so. I can win. Give it a shot. I don't care. Oh, they won't let me because I'm on the air. Nope. As long as you're not an employee, I think you're good to go. We have been asking for text messages this morning uh, for readings for Janet and Mid because our phones are still being uncooperative. Actually, the, the phones are broken. It's the people that are uncooperative, not the listener. Uh, and we've got some more text messages they to get to. They do their best. Well, I'm a Sag. Sort of I sigh how I sigh. I know, I know. <laughs> I like this. I I'm sigh saying, how I sigh. I know, I know, I know. All right, what's up? Who's up next? We have Amy, who is born under the sign of Gemini, and her relationship sign is in Cancer, which also rules her money. And she's saying, "I'm currently laid off. What's going on with my job?" Well, you know, I can honestly, to you, I can see that you've had a lot of stress because I, I wouldn't say because you're a Gemini. I would have thought that was more like last year into this year, but yeah, I think things are going to ease up for you. But you've been in the. It's not just relationships with um your, your with your job or money your situation there it's with everything in your life right now you're feeling really kind of lost and kind of like you're climbing the summit here so there's, there's a lot of pressure going on with you but i do see things turning around you're one of these people that when it comes to acquiring a job you could do well with that so this year i would say if i had to put a 
date on it, I would say by around the second, third week of October going into November, things will shift a great deal for you. And I, and I see that turning around a lot better. Um, so, that's- yeah. Five, six weeks. Well, yeah, she's going to be working. She was laid off, so she's a little disappointed. But um, you, the anxiety you have is, is huge. You have to watch on with regards to, I'm looking at your chart here, is how you relate to people in um, authority. You struggle with that a little bit. So just letting you know, things will turn around. You're not in a bad cycle, but it's been a little ouchy. But it is going to turn around for you, so good luck. Next up. Chandra. I love that name. Me too. That's a pretty name. Chandra is asking about career, and she's born under the sign of she's a cancer. Now, it's interesting because cancers have been going through a lot because there's been this aspect going on since December 2017, which is opposing their sun sign. So this is cancers, and Aries and Libra have also been affected by this. But I would say with Chandra, the biggest shift that she went through was in 2012 through 2014. The next one is in 2020 through 2023, which means right now she's not in a cycle. She's just in a sort of a stage of her life where she's just trying to find herself. But I do see her going through what we call a, a, a Jupiter return starting the, the beginning of next year into the whole year. So that's a good opportunity period for you. And it's very good. It's very positive. So I see things moving around. But you should be in, I mean, law. You should be in something relating to where you can debate because you're a debater for sure. And I also see you as somebody who is you know, you have a sensitivity, so healthcare would also be good. I know I'm covering a lot of different things, but in all honesty, you, you're a very giving person by nature. So I wish you luck. I do see you maybe having a change in your job, maybe towards the beginning of next year, spring, summer, but a shift in career in December 2020 through 2023. Going to hit one more. Thank you for the text messages, and then we'll roll into signs. We'll go with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Nicole is born under the sign of Leo. And what I would say with, she's asking about career. And again, we're talking about big changes since last October, November 2018 into this year. So with regards to your work and your job situation, having a career shift, you had gone through it way back in 2014 through 17. So the next major one coming up is probably in the next year or so. So I see some changes with that. You're definitely somebody that never feels like you do enough when it comes to work. You're very opportunity oriented. Uh, you have a lot of Leo, so you have to pump up the motivation. Because Leos, though, they they can be hard working. They like to play. They play hard and they work hard. But I definitely definitely see things kind of moving in the in a good direction for you. But the only thing is, uh, around the end of October, October 31st, through the first couple weeks of November, a little tough because it's a Mercury retrograde. So be aware there could be some stress kicking in. But once you get past that aspect, it'll be fine. And we do have a retrograde going on the end of October, and right around Halloween, actually. Does the autumn- Autumn equinox have anything to do with uh, astro- astrology? Um, it's just the beginning of a cycle, but no, not necessarily. Okay. All right. And I just want to say one more thing about Janelle, last caller. I know yeah. we're done. She's a Libra Virgo. So she does have a lot of tension with work, but smart. You work well with groups. You're a very communicative person. I wouldn't worry about your career. You're really moving into an amazing direction. But I see that kind of like around January 2020 kicking in for you, That's Janelle. Soon. I just want to get her in. That's yeah. soon. Okay. Uh, Floyd, are you ready to, uh, to sing a little bit? No. We have a new moon coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have a new moon coming up on the twenty seventh. We have uh, it's in the sign of what's twenty seventh, twenty eighth. It's in the sign of Libra. So for all you Aries, 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 are we going into it now? We're yes. going into Sorry. it now. 
Floyd kind of popping Oh, boy, you're up, way babe. out of it today. He's trying to get benefits. We have no calls. Poor little thing. I'm a big, dirty Jew. I'm in. No, I was good. He's good. He's ready to sing. Aries! Thank you. For all you Aries out there, the new moon is focusing on your partnerships, businesses, uh, whatever it relates to, personal. You see yourself becoming more proactive when dealing with matters that require your utmost attention. A good time to work through issues that have been left on the back burner. Good week to create some harmony. For Taurus. Taurus. This week's new moon. Focus this week on health and fitness. Focus on good eating habits as the new moon is taking place in your sixth house of patterns and habits. You may begin to notice that your cup is more than full this week. Be aware of your limits as well. Gemini. Gemini. I love that. New moon and Libra aspects of fifth house of love and speculation. The ball's in your court. Love can be interesting as well as wild. A good time to begin a new love interest or take stock of who you are currently with. Also, do something fun and a little creative. Good time for speculation, but don't get don't get a little crazy with it. Cancer. Cancer. The home front is the focus this week. A strong week for family, friends, getting things done, or merely just taking the time to beautify, purge, or just nest. Not the best time to make changes at work. You're better off to wait until after December 2019. Leo. Leo. Your ability to communicate should be at, on, at, at all time great this week. New Moon is occupying your area of self-expression. You may see yourself a bit more wordy and flamboyant than usual, though it may be good to pull back a bit before jumping in full speed. Virgo. Virgo. Don't be hasty when spending. Though you are conservative at heart, you are conservative, the new moon could trigger the desire to be a bit more chance-taking. Tension on the home front may come to a close this week. Libra. Libra. The new moon in your own signs illuminates you, shedding light in situations surrounding you. Love can be interesting as well as exhausting. It's all about starting fresh and getting priorities in order. Scorpio. Scorpio. Strong week for keen intuition uh, to kick in as the new moon occupies your area of thought. If anything, follow your instincts. Uh, also a good time to let go of past issues that have held you down, held you back. Closure can be a good way to get a fresh start, so go for it. Sagittarius. Sag. Friendships play a major role this week. Good week for entertaining. <laughs> Have some fun, but keep it in check. Also be aware that your words can set you back, so be direct when dealing with fragile emotions. Capricorn. Capricorn. <laughs> oh my God. You sound like a cat in heat. <laughs> <laughs> As a new moon hovers over your area of career, Capricorns, options are at your beck and call. Good week to connect with those you have not seen for a while. Love matters can be good, but a little bit overwhelming. You may find yourself feeling a bit pulled between work and home. It's all about your decision to delegate. Aquarius. Aquarius. I want him to say. No, it's a duet. My bad. Hurry up. New moon takes place in your ninth house of higher thinking. Prioritizing is a focus. Focus on what needs to be done as opposed to what you want to do. Time to really buckle down and get yourself in order. Uh, Who's the next one? Pisces. For all you Pisces out there, the interesting thing about Pisces is they like to kind of hide behind the scenes a little bit. But this is a good week to not hide and focus on your investments or working through with your money or with a partner's money. Even banking, that sort of thing if you're looking for a loan. Very good cycle for real estate purchasing as a new moon travels in your eighth house of resources. If anyone would like to get a hold of me at the office, the number is 419-882-5510, 419-882-5510 or Janet Amid at a well.com. Remember, September 
29th, Sunday, the Mommy Pinnacle in Mommy. We have a psychic event. Doors open at 8.30. We are looking forward to seeing all of you there, and we're so excited. We're going to have a lot of people there. My ex-husband, Lee, is going to be taking, you know, is going to be at the front table. So you guys can all say hi to him. Uh, hi, Lee. You can still text. He'll be eating a lamb chop. You can still text <laughs> call to 41. Uh, you can text call to 95819. Good luck. Thanks, Janet. They didn't tweet it, but they sure liked it. The Morning Reboot's most liked tweet of the morning on Q105. Go ahead. Mine is from at... Hello, Cullen. says, I have the diet of a boy who found $20. Is that a big diet? Like all fast food? Yeah. Okay. From uh, at Schaefer2017, uh, if your name is Brad and you go to UT and have a girlfriend named Natalie, she's cheating on you with your friend Nick and they're meeting at his place tonight since she told you she has a group study session instead. Good luck, dude. Whoa. That escalated very quickly. Also, Toledo made ridiculousness and the Commodore Perry statue has had an addition to it. Uh, it is time to get your podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. 